everybody, and welcome to another episode of This Is The Life Podcast. I'm your host, JJ. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's staying safe and healthy. Before I start my show, I want to give a couple of shout-outs. This weekend was a very productive weekend. I want to give you a little bit of insight. So Friday, I went out with my wife and a couple co-workers to celebrate my wife's birthday as well as two of my co-workers' birthdays, right? So as we were at our location just having, you know, a good time, some good laughs, some good drinks, I received a text, and it was from the young lady that does my hair. And she texted me and basically told me that she was going to be at a convention. So my thought was like, oh, man, okay, I didn't know where the convention was going to be or anything like that. So when she sent me the, um, the text with the address, I'm like, okay, this is not that far from me, which is better because she lives about a little over, I'm thinking maybe like 30, 35 minutes away from my house. And the convention was not even 10 minutes from my house. I'd say about five or six minutes in car. So this convention was also a convention where, you know, they were selling numerous pair of shoes, Jordans, Nikes, you name it, vintage clothing. And also they were doing, you know, tattoos and, and you know, you know, giving haircuts. So when I got there, you know, she greeted me and everything. We chopped it up and she, you know, did my hair. And, after I got my hair, you know, braided, she introduced me to a friend of hers who was at the convention doing tattoos. And what's so funny about this was I had looked at the page, you know, on Instagram about the convention, and I looked at her page, and I was like, okay, you know, she she does some good work. Maybe I'll, you know, stop by the booth or whatever her table, you know, to check her out. And it's the same one that she introduced me to. So I ended up getting another tattoo. So this makes my eighth tattoo. And I got a tattoo from a, a, a musician, a legend. You know, he passed away years ago. And I want to give a shout-out to Nirvana. And I want to give a shout-out to Kurt Cobain. Rest in peace. This quote that I got, I looked it up months ago from Kurt Cobain because I wanted something different and I wanted something unique and I wanted something that I can relate to. And the tattoo I got, his quote, it says, a friend is nothing but a known enemy. And that stuck to me, ladies and gentlemen. It stuck to me because I can relate to it. If you all have learned have learned anything and listened to my previous podcast, you will know what I'm referring to. And it's sad to have this mindset, but it's true. And it shows you these type of things we go through have been going through for centuries. You know, like I said, this, this quote, it holds dear to me. Because it shows you you cannot trust people. 
you have to keep people so close to you, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you have to keep them so close to you where you you just cannot turn your back. Because when you turn your back, you get backstabbed. You know, so I'm glad I got it. I was putting this tattoo off for months and months and months and months. And it just so happened I was at the right place at the right time. You know, so I'm happy I got this. And I want to shout them out. You know, I first want to shout out to the Hype Gala for hosting a great event. I want to shout out Sam for doing my hair. And I want to shout out Katie for doing my tattoo. Guys, if you want to check them out, go on my Instagram page. Okay, I posted some pictures and a video from this past weekend. So go on there and check them out if you're ever in the area. Okay. Uh, eating some good cold water. All right. Now, topic for today. This topic is a very interesting one. And I find myself thinking this when I do all my topics. But this one is, this was a goodie. This one is something I think everybody, again, everybody can relate to. And if you can't relate to it, one day you probably will. If you are still in the United States of America, and not even if you're in the United States of America, if you're somewhere in the world listening, I'm sure you can relate to this. My ish for today is interracial relationships. When I pick these topics, I mostly pick them based off of things that I deal with, and I, and I also pick these topics based on things that I feel and I know people can relate to, okay? And when I thought of this topic, I said, this can become a debatable topic for so many reasons, okay? Some I might get into today, some issues I might overlook or some I just may not mention, okay? But this topic here is a goodie, okay? It's a goodie. Now, before I begin about interracial relationships, you know, ladies and gentlemen, please don't be afraid. Reach out to your boy. Email me. Send me a DM, okay? If you guys hear the thunder in the background, it's some bad weather here, so that's if you guys can hear the thundering and lightning and all that fun stuff. But we still going to keep going. Why? Because this is the life, all right? Now, email me. This is the life. Podcast 84 at gmail.com. DM me. Life podcast underscore 84 at gmail.com. I haven't heard from anybody yet. Stop being shy, ladies and gentlemen. Stop being shy, okay? Let's talk. Let's conversate, okay? Let's, let's get some debates going, okay? Don't be afraid, all right? Let's get it on and popping, all right? Now, 
I want to go ahead and jump into the topic in hand. Now, I want to talk about the um, want to talk about the history of interracial relationships. Now, the first recorded interracial marriage in American history was the celebrated marriage of the daughter of a Powhatan chief. Powhatan, maybe that's how you say it, and an English tobacco planter in 1614, Matoaka, better known as Pocahontas, did not wed Captain John Smith as the Disney version of her life implies. Okay, so that's false information, guys, okay? You know, Disney, of course, is going to have their spin on everything. Shout out to Disney. But facts state that the first recorded marriage interracial in American history was the daughter of that Powhatan chief and an English tobacco planter in 1614. Okay? Now, John Rolfe was his name. Okay? So that's why I said, you know, Disney put their spin on it, but it's John Rolfe, okay? Now, I want to know something. Is it bad to be in an interracial relationship? I don't think so. It's a hot topic in today's society, but it's nothing new. It's nothing new under the sun. Like I said, this goes back to 1614, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing new under the sun. I grew up, and I might have mentioned this already, but I grew up in a predominantly African-American neighborhood, right? Okay. Now, I did not go to school in my neighborhood because my mom wanted me closer to her where she worked, which is fine. No big deal. Now, in turn, okay, in turn, I went to school with different races and nationalities, okay? So the question is this. Who do you think I'm going to be more attracted to? I'm going to be attracted more to what I see on a daily basis. Why? Because this is what I'm dealing with. And it doesn't make me a bad person. Listen, it doesn't make me less black than the next man, okay? Now, have I had my fair share of African-American women? Yes. Fun fact, I lost my virginity to an African-American female, okay? So I don't have a problem with dating anybody, okay? And I never would expect it to lose my virginity to an African-American female. And also another fun fact, she was about, I think, two years younger than me. So it is what it is on that, (laughs) you know? Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's, 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 it's like what you see is what you get. If you throw me, or not even me, if you get thrown into a to a room with a bunch of wolves. Okay? You get thrown into a room with a bunch of wolves for about an hour. 
You don't think you're going to start picking up their habits? Come on, let's think about it. You're going to pick up their habits because you've been around them for X amount of time, so now you're going to act just like them. Why? Because you're in that environment, and there's nothing wrong with it. People are so close-minded with this. You know, I remember when I first started dating my, my wife, and I always, you know, got, well, no, not always, no, let me stop, let me stop. But I remember one time, this individual, she started questioning me about little things that I didn't even think that was that big of a deal, okay? And there's something I'm going with this story, too. Now, she would ask me, oh, you know, how do you think it's going to be in society? You know, you know, how, how are you going to raise her with religion? And how are people going to perceive her? Because, you know, you know, if, if you have a child, how are they going to perceive her or him? This and that, blah, 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 blah. I didn't think nothing of it. I'm just like, whatever. I'll deal with that when it comes to it. Found out she was jealous and she liked me. Okay. But you don't have to make all these presumptions. Like, okay, you like me? Cool. Whatever. But why are you making it such a deep issue? I didn't think nothing of it. Okay. That's just me thinking. Like, why are you making this such a deep deep issue than what it was. And like I said, you know, that's how women are. You know, when they like you or they're interested, they'll find little things to manipulate around to get to you, okay? Now, back back to this whole misconception. Okay. Now, I'm married to an Asian woman. Okay. Our daughter obviously is mixed. She has African American blood in her and she has Asian blood in her. Okay. Cool. She's a beautiful, beautiful little girl. I'm in trouble when she gets older. Like I already know I'm 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 in big trouble. Big trouble. <laughs> big trouble. And I say that because I already know I'm, you know, guys are gonna be calling, gonna show up at the house. I'm not ready for that shit yet, but I'm gonna have to deal with it when it gets here. Fuck. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think that hard about it for her in the future because She's in a melting pot of a city here in South Florida. There are so many diverse people here. It's not even funny. And 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 I love it. You know, th- th- this is the thing. People that are closed-minded, they only see one way, okay? I call it tunnel vision. It's tunnel vision. You only see one way. You don't see what's on the left of you. You don't see what's on the right of you. Now, people like me who are non-closed-minded, we don't have tunnel vision. We see all of the spectrums. 
because this is just the way the world we live in now. I don't have any worries for her in that sense. You know, she's going to have to make her own path. If she decides that she wants to date outside her race, cool. But then again, she's gonna have she's not gonna have a choice in a way because she's mixed. But I don't care what she dates, who she dates. It doesn't matter to me. Why? Because again, it's her choice. It's her life. Now, can I guide her? Yes. Can I give her my opinion? Yes. But at the end of the day, I cannot dictate to her what she does. I'm not going to be that type of parent. And, again, to me, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about it because, again, this is my life. You live your life how you live. I live my life how I live. My family lives their lives how they live. I cannot dictate what they do. So that's my spiel on it. Now, religion. My my side of the family is Baptist, Christian Baptist. Been going to church all my life. My wife's side, they're Buddhists. Now, what I said was, I'm going to show my daughter both sides, and she is free to follow whomever she pleases, okay? Religion is always a hot topic. To me, I think religion is a hotter topic than all the topics that all five, including this one, what is what I've talked about. In other words, okay. I feel out of all five episodes, religion is hotter than all five of my episodes, including this one. That's an everyday battle. It's an everyday struggle. I, like I said, when it comes to that, people follow who they follow. I don't walk around and tell you who to follow. You know, if you see me, depending, I'm walking around with my Bible for personal reasons, okay? But I'm not going to walk up to you and preach to you, no. Now, if you come to me and ask questions, I'll be more than happy to answer them. But otherwise, that's just my thing. Interracial relationships. I didn't mention what is it. You know, I just gave you the history. In case you all haven't figured out, interracial relationships is a relationship that involves two people of different race or nationalities. Okay, and I feel it's something that is going to be around forever and ever, okay? It's going to be something that's going to be around forever and ever. Now, people who choose to follow it's great. People who don't choose to follow, that's good too. You know, it's, like I said, it's just the way we, we, you know, this is just the way the world works. This is what we live in now, okay? And 
my thing is this. Do what you please. Do what makes you happy, okay? Don't let anybody tell you anything that's going to steer you from your decision, okay? There are so many beautiful people in this world. Love who you want to love, honestly. You know, I'm going to keep talking about it, but love who you want to love. Don't let people hinder your happiness, please. Because, uh, you know, like I said, that, that, that that's what used to keep me sometimes unhappy, hearing people's opinions. But opinions don't mean shit. They don't mean a damn thing. That's why they're called opinions. It's how people personally feel. So my thing is this. Do what makes you happy. Okay? Do what makes you happy. Now. I want to talk again um, a little bit more about it because I'm looking now and I want to see, like, how deep this goes religion-wise. Now, I don't think the Bible prohibits interracial marriage, okay? Um, Now, There is confusion, though, in Deuteronomy, which is in the Bible, chapter 7, verses 1 through 6, and 2 Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 14. In both of these verses, groups are urged not to intermarry, okay? Now, the first serves as a warning. To the Israelites not to marry the Canaanites. The term intermarry causes some to think of race automatically, but it was actually the Canaanites' way of life that was concerning, but not their skin color. Aha. So that's what it is. Because I thought inter you know, I thought intermarry meant okay, interracial, but no. It's based off of their way of living, their way of life. In fact, Biblical and ancestral evidence point to the fact that Israelites and Canaanites are the same race, though they wouldn't have wanted to connect themselves to the Canaanites, but the Israelites are ethnically identical. So if it wasn't their race that was the problem, what was Israel's beef with the people of Canaan? They didn't worship the same God. Israel saw the society of Canaan as one that was evil and cruel. God's issue was with religion and lifestyle, not interracial marriage. The Corinthians verse mimics this sentiment as it urges believers in Christ not to yoke with non-believers unequally. But unfortunately, these verses these verses have been misinterpreted and taught incorrectly for many years, leading many Christians to believe in the myth that the Bible bans the interracial marriage. Boom. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That right there tells you, history tells you that the Bible doesn't talk about it. So those of you who have your eyes looking down on people that are in interracial relationships, ah, ha, ha, 
listen to my show, it tells you God had a problem with the way they live, not their color. Love sees no color. Love sees no color. So people stop walking around like your shit don't stink, like you don't bleed red like everybody else. To all my African Americans, to all my Latinos, Asians, everybody, love who you want to love, okay? And my in-laws, just say my in-law family, not my blood family. In my in-law family, there are so many mixes. I, I know we have Cubans in our family. We have, uh, I believe, Jewish in our family. And I want to say, no, I was going to say Dominican. But I know the two is Jewish and Cubans. I feel like I'm missing somebody, but I don't talk to my in-laws like that, like, you know, on a daily basis. But this is what I'm trying to say. Love who you want, okay? Don't let society run your household, okay? Don't do it. Now, just some quick, a quick little stat. I know it's not updated, but this is just, just to show you. Okay. Married couples in the U.S. as of 2010, Census Bureau, I don't think, has really updated. But let's give an example. Okay. White husband, white wife. 97.9%. Black husband, white wife, 0. 0.8. 0. 0.4 for Asian husband, white wife, other, 0. 0.9. Now, that's kind of like low, but again, this is 2010. That's just an example. I'll go to black wife. Black wife, white husband, 3.9%. Black husband, black wife, 95.4%. Asian husband, black wife, 0.2%. Black wife, other husband, 0.4%. let us go to white husband, other wife, 42.4%. Black husband, other wife, 5.7%. Asian husband, 2.4%. Other husband, other wife, 49.4. That's just to give you guys an example, okay? That's just an example. Obviously, this was like 11 years old. I couldn't really find any updated Census Bureau uh, stats. If you guys find them, please shoot me an email. This is the Life Podcast 84 at gmail.com or DM me a link or DM me a stat, Life Podcast underscore 84 for IG, okay? Now, before I close with this topic, let's let's go let's go further before I close. Think about your generations. If you're a parent and you're in a racial relationship or not, and you have offspring, when you pass away, you don't know what, what that offspring is going to do. You don't know what that offspring's offspring is going to do. You don't know what that offspring's 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 are going to do. So you all get the point. So 
In other words, listen, this world would be a much better place and a much happier place if, if people just open their eyes, open their eyes, stop being closed-minded, and just live and love. Be free, okay? Be free. Now, to all those that are against it, okay, if you ever seen the movie Cast Away with Tom Cruise where he gets desert, stranded on a deserted island, I believe that island is still around, okay? I think it's still around for those of you that are closed-minded, okay? Go ahead, take a a, a, a note or page, whatever you want to call it, from Tom Hanks and go move on that island. Be free. <laughs> Do how you feel. But here on this side, we're going to enjoy our interracial relationships, all right? So there you have it, guys. There you have it. I want to talk. Um, I want to move on and talk some national stuff. I don't know if you all have been keeping up with the news, but this has been a hot topic for, I'd say, the last few weeks or so. I want to talk about this young lady, Gabrielle Petito. Now, Gabrielle Petito is a young 22-year-old American woman from Suffolk County, New York. She was reported missing on... 9-11, while traveling across the U.S. with her fiancé. Her family lost contact with her in late August when she was in or near the Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. Since then, she has been nowhere in sight, nowhere to be found. This one here is... It's crazy. You know, the latest is protesters are gathering outside of now her missing boyfriend's home. As now they're searching for him. You know, (sighs) okay, before I start my rants, ladies, fellas, you have to stop dealing with people who mean you no good. You've heard the saying, there's, you know, plenty of fish in the sea. There's other people out there. You'd rather be single than having to deal with somebody else's shit. Like, I'm just saying, like, stop dealing with people who treat you like scum on the floor. People, you worth something. Don't be belittled by people. It ain't worth it. Gabby and her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, he grew up in Long Island. They've also obtained some uh, cell phone tracking data for them. Um, You know, authorities are searching a park a national park in Wyoming for Petito. 
She went missing, like I said, while traveling across the country in her van with laundry, both of whom are from the hamlet of Blue Point in Suffolk County. They're both 22, and their last known location was in the area of the Grand Teton National Park in late August. Now, this is according to the FBI. Now, Jeff uh, Batera of ABC7, Southwest Florida, first reported that the city of Northport Police in Sarasota County, Florida, confirmed that they have access to cell phone tracking on their phones, which could hopefully aid with this investigation. But this does not allow police to track their whereabouts in real time, though. So in other words, it is not going to track like right now, but it's going to probably track prior, okay? Now, police also reportedly said that they need search warrants to get complete access to their phones because, again, because of privacy laws and everything. So they have to get a warrant. You just have to. That's just law. Now, Petito's family first reported her missing in Suffolk County police on 9-11, as I stated earlier. And she's been traveling with her boyfriend, Laundry. Now, on Wednesday, September 1st, Laundry returned to his family's home in Florida. And in, in, listen, in her white 2012 Ford Transit van without her. So this fuck nigga, now, this fuck nigga gonna go home. Hey, family, hey, hey, I'm back, I'm back. In his, in his female's car without her? Shit, you got me fucked up. Police said he has refused to cooperate with investigators. That is a red flag. That's a red flag right there. I suspect foul play, unfortunately. The pieces are right there, people. Okay. If I go on a trip, okay, with my wife, let's say we leave South Florida and we decide to go to Tennessee. I come back in her car and she ain't with me. Uh, foul play right there. Everybody's going to be like, where's your wife? Where's your wife? And I can't give them a duh, duh, I don't know, duh, duh. I better come up with some answers because now, obviously, authorities have now identified laundry as a person of interest in her disappearance. It makes sense. If you, if you know to be traveling with a, a, a certain person, and then one of you comes back and the other's missing, quite naturally you're going to be a person of interest because people are going to be like, where's that other person? The FBI Denver reported on um, Saturday the 18th that numerous agencies have been searching for Petito throughout the grounds of the Spread Creek dispersed camping area at the Wyoming National Park. Um, Anyone at this point who was in that area between August 27th and August 30th, who might have saw Petito or her punk-ass boyfriend, Laundry, they're asked to provide that information to the FBI. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where you are listening, but if you are in that area and you might have seen them between the 27th and 30th, please speak up because, listen, you know, it breaks my heart to read these type of stories because, for one, I have a daughter. 
And I have to think that in the future, when she has a boyfriend, you know, I have to think and pray that nothing happens to her. You know, so I take this to heart, you know, because a father, a mother, you know, probably, uh, you know, aunts, cousins, you name them, they're hurting right now. They want answers. Now, obviously, the the, the fuck nigga boyfriend, you know, obviously, uh, I'm sure they family want answers, but fuck him. Find that girl. I'm just going to call it like this. Fuck that nigga. Find the girl. Because, look, bottom line is this. As a man, if a woman makes you mad and she makes you want to do something, walk the fuck away. Just walk away. It ain't worth it. It's not worth it. And ladies, if a man starts disrespecting you, walk away. Don't even say, oh, he's mad. He doesn't love me. Or No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, he's mad. He does love me, but he's so stressful. Nah, listen. Take it from somebody who has this experience. Don't disrespect each other. Take a break and cool out, okay? Now, authorities are also searching for Laundry again because he now went missing after his family reported to police on Friday the 17th that they had not seen him since Tuesday the 14th. This continues to be a development story, guys. Just, you know, Stay tuned online, you know, read different blogs online and Google her name to keep up with the latest, okay? Because, like I said, I, you know, I hope this ends soon. You know, unfortunately, I hope nothing's wrong with her. You know, I know this sounds bad, but if he at least, like, has her tied up to a tree somewhere, hopefully she's still alive. You know, I don't want to hear that they found her body in pieces or anything because it's just, come on, man. You know, with COVID and everything, you know, this world cannot, just can't take no more heartbreaks, all right? So like I said, ladies and gentlemen, just, just you know, pray. Pray pray for Gabby's family, okay? And pray for her safe return, all right? Moving on to, again, not so, not some good news, but... For my celebrity spotlight, usually I like to have something positive, but speaking of prayer, I want to give, you know, I want I want to send some prayers out to Wendy Williams. Um, first, she was reported um, being taken to a hospital for, men, for a mental health check and now found out that she's test positive for COVID-19. You know, I want to pray for her. Um, she was taken to a hospital earlier um in the week um, for a mental health check. Uh, you know, like I, I've talked about mental health before. It's not a game, guys. It's not a game. She, you know, you know, she, she's a public figure. You know, I'm, she has pressures and stresses of the world like we all do, but you're put on a higher pedestal when you are a, you know, public figure. A spokesman for the NYPD first told, um, page six on uh, last Thursday that they received the call at 8.43 a.m. Tuesday requiring an ambulance to transport um, Williams, who's 57, for a psych evaluation. She was taken to Beth Israel Hospital, 
Okay. Now the son, the son claimed the identif- unidentified. Well, I said it was Williams, but at the beginning they said you know a 57 year old woman residing at her you know Williams's Manhattan address. But now you know the son you know claimed that the unidentified woman was Wendy Williams, and the son is a um, report. You know, it's the the son is a reporting agency. But amid the reports of her mental health check, a source told Page Six, okay, so it's two different sources, the Sun, S-U-N, and now Page Six, okay. Page Six said that she's lonely and continues to struggle with her health. Um, she, I think she's still dealing with her uh, last breakup. I knew more about it when I watched a little uh, doc movie on Lifetime. She's gone through some stuff, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you can Google it for yourself, but she's gone through some stuff. It's been a very difficult time for her. You know, she's now a single woman, and she has very few friends. And like I said, she lost her marriage, she lost her mom, and she's by herself. It's a lot on her plate. You know, when you you lose your significant other – and you have few friends. It's hard. Ladies and gentlemen, it's hard. I can tell you, you know, I mentioned it on one of my shows about different people. And I I can only imagine, guys, you know, if you sound in my, in my voice, I'm not, you know, I'm not crying, but it chokes me up because you want to have a good support system around you. You want to have friends around you. You want people to call on you just to check up and say hi. It hurts. Lord knows it hurts. But if you're going through that, you just got to pray to God. <laughs> you got to pray to God and tell God to give you the strength to hold on. You know, friends are going to come and go. Lord knows I can tell you this, guys. I could write a book on it. I've had people come in this house, coming around my kid, and now they don't talk to me. It hurts. Lord knows it hurts. But, guys, keep the faith. That's all I can tell you. Keep the faith. If you do have friends, if you have two or three friends that you can count on, hold on to them. If you're having problems, Talk it out. Don't just stop talking. Talk it out. If you gotta, if you gotta argue and yell at each other, talk it out. If you have to scream at each other, do it. But as long as you can walk away, saying, "Okay, we got this off our chest. We can move forward." That's all it takes. You know, I mentioned, like I said on one of my other shows, that me and a friend we went to high school with. You know, she's heard some of the show. And like I said, if she's listening, you know, I got I got nothing but love for you. You know, when I come on my show, I don't mean no ill will towards anybody. I'm talking from my heart. I'm talking about things that I feel are heavy to me, but I still got love for you. I got love for all my people who I've still talked to. Those of you that I don't talk to anymore because of stupid shit, hey, it is what it is. I might not... I might not even love you from a distance because I've been scarred for too long. So, like I said, if I saw you on the street, you stay on your side of the street 
and I'm going to stay on mine because I got to do what's right for me, okay? That doesn't mean I have a grudge. It doesn't mean I'm bitter. It just means that, hey, you do you, and I'll do me, okay? That's all it means. The bad thing about this, uh, well, the premiere for her new season has now been pushed back to October 4th. It was supposed to be September 20th, but Insider said that um, the staff is learning from Instagram and news just like everybody else. So it's been a shocker for everybody, okay? Um, But she might not be around for her new show, so I don't know how they're going to probably do this. Um, All I know is this. Wendy, I'm praying for you, sweetheart. Um, you know, I'm I'm a fan. I like I said, I, I wish you the best. I wish you the best, sweetheart. I wish you the very best. Okay, I wish you I wish you the very best, sweetheart. You know, I I, I hate I hate to see people struggle. You know, but I I can attest to the struggles of life. I can attest to it, ladies and gentlemen. But as Annie said, the sun will come out tomorrow. I believe that was Annie. If it wasn't Annie, ladies and gentlemen, don't kill me. Like I said, um, we make mistakes, okay? But in all seriousness, you know, Wendy, just just hold tight. Um, you know, God got you, darling. God got you. He got all of us, okay? There's nothing more that we can handle that God won't fix for us. In other words, God won't put more on us than we can bear, okay? God got us, baby. God got us. He got us. He got us, and he's always going to have us until we see his face. I want to go into some local things. This is also, I'm going to mix it up. This is local things, and then I also want to give this individual the award for you tripping. This guy here has gone to a Miami car dealership and starts setting stuff on fire. Thing is, the police apparently know who he is, and they're looking for him. Now, a bright flashing lights. A whole bunch of bright flashing lights was captured on surveillance video showing a shocking act of arson at a used car dealership during the wee hours. That means it's like late, like late, maybe like three, four, maybe even two in the morning. Last week, Tuesday. Miami police say they on it. They know who it is. And they're saying this based on video. They're able to determine who he is. Now, this is according to Officer Michael Vega, okay? He says they know who he is, and they're actively looking for him. This arsonist is seen walking back and forth in front of Magic City Auto, which is located on Southwest 8th Street near 32nd Avenue. This is for people that live in that area of Miami-Dade. 
Police say he was pouring some sort of accelerant. And the video even shows some of it splashing. This nigga just having a good time. And shortly after, cars started igniting and bursting into flames. And then you see this nigga running from the scene. Now, according to Vega, Officer Vega, they don't suspect that he had prior incidents with this business. Just that this individual is constantly in trouble. And once they arrest him, we'll know exactly why he did this to this business. He probably, okay, so right now it's telling me that he has some deep issues going on. And my guess, if that's the case, he's probably going to say, oh, I just want to burn some cars. And, and, and just like that, he just wanted to burn some cars. Um, listen, well, I'm going to comment on that after, but I want to finish, finish talking about this guy. A passing driver at the time saw the fire and called 911, and when the fire department arrived, they found at least three cars on fire, and a fourth vehicle sustained some damage from the heat. Now, the manager of the dealership estimates the total damage could be around $60,000. Miami-Dade Fire Rescue Lieutenant Pete Sanchez said that there were about 30 vehicles parked at this dealership. Keep in mind, guys, it's a used car dealership, okay? A type of incident like this can be a lot more dangerous and a lot more challenging, according to Lieutenant Sanchez. The fire can spread rather quickly because of the fuels, the metals, and the plastics that are in the vehicles. Luckily, no, injur- no injuries were reported. And that makes sense because, obviously, cars, metal, and a whole bunch of stuff, like you mentioned. And this guy clearly is not too bright. Because not only did he, in, you know, damage cars, the little fucker could have hurt himself. He could have blew some shit up, and he could have blew up, and he could have died. See, Pete, that's the thing about, about, like, people that do dumb shit. They think that they are smarter than the next man. They think they got it all figured out. Like, what is wrong with people? I think I've asked this question on all of my episodes. What is wrong with people? Okay. We all go through things. Okay. We all go through stuff. Like, every day is a struggle in life. But come on. Listen. (laughs) I've had bad days. You know, I'm going to quote a lyric from a, a from a a gospel song, a spiritual song. I've had some good days. I've had some bad days. I've had some hills to climb. But when I look around and think things over, I won't complain. Basically, that lyric means that days have been good, days have been bad. But through it all, I'm still... I'm still not going to complain because I'm thankful for being here. People got to get their stuff together. Like, I, I, you know, I think, it, you know, I'm thinking about that, you know, time I read about an individual who stole a horse. You know, I, I, I just don't, I just don't know. Like, I know, but I do know this. 
I'm glad these people aren't around me. I can't have that type of energy near me. Like that that's just bad for my aura. Like uh uh-uh. uh since since I've started this podcast, I've been on a new high. You know, and I've been on a new high without even smoking shit. You know, I, I've been on a natural high because I feel more positive about life. I'm doing this on the side and you know, I'm I'm getting good feedback from people. But I'm sorry, you're not gonna hear me going like let me give an example. Me going to a bathroom and looking under stalls to see what people are doing. And this is stuff that happens, okay? You're not going to hear me going on the street, pulling my pants down, urinating on a busy intersection. You know, this is stuff that happens in the world. But you're not going to hear me do that because, listen, I've done some dumb shit. I've done some questionable shit. But I ain't going to do some shit like this that where people are going to read about it and see it on the news. Hell no. Nah. If I do some dumb shit, it's going to be some dumb shit that ain't nobody going to know. I'm not even going to know, and I'm the one that's doing the shit. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But look, let, let, let's, let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. If you know somebody personally that's going through some stuff like this, you need to pull into the side and talk to them. Take them to a strip club or take them to somewhere and let them just have some fun. You know, because clearly people got some fucking issues. Like, that's why when I always say, oh, I have issues, I have personal issues, I'm crazy, I'm going to stop talking about myself because there are some real fucking idiots out there in the world. There are some real screwballs, okay? Life Podcast. Underscore 84. That's my IG. This is the Life Podcast 84 at gmail.com. Hit me up. Let's talk. Okay? Let's talk about whatever you like. You got questions. You got comments. Feel free to hit me up. Okay? As I always close my show, I like to close on funny notes. Listen. If somebody stops you at the store, and tells you, oh, you're cute, you're 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 handsome, or you're 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 gorgeous. You know, you want to do something with you know my significant other. Do it. Don't be afraid. This is life. Have fun. You know, somebody offer you a threesome. Do it. Just have some protection and 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 and, and before you you hook up with them, ask for a COVID uh, vaccination card because if. If they don't have a COVID vaccination card, uh uh-uh, move on to somebody else, all right? (laughs) Move on to somebody else. Live life, be responsible, have fun, stay safe out there, get vaccinated. We ain't talking boosters. For For some of you people that are choosing to be a conspiracy theorist, and ain't even got the first vaccine, go get it. I'm going to keep saying it. Go get it. I'm tired of walking around with a mask. Go get it. I'm tired of people acting like they can't stand near me because they think I got COVID. Go get the vaccine. Go get it. Stop listening to these stupid-ass conspiracy theorists. Fuck them. They're idiots. Go get the vaccine. I've had the shit since March. 
I'm still walking around with at least a half a brain, but I got five fingers on my right. I got five fingers on my left. I got five. I got five toes on my left foot. I got five uh, fingers. I got five toes on my on my right foot. My dick still works. I'm still nothing. So hey, I'm good. Y'all do the same, all right? JJ is out.